For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the very first, it's kind of weird to say this, so I'm going to have to make sure I say it correctly, the very first trophy celebration edition of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you're doing well. I hope you're all recovering from uh, celebrating from yesterday evening. What a night. It's unbelievable. Andy, I I had forgotten what this felt like. Uh, 2008 was a very long time ago, almost an entirely different. I mean, the world we live in now, even though it it may not, uh, I, I guess when you look at it through the bigger picture, 14 years, okay. Is it really that long? And then I think to myself, okay, 2008, what was I doing then? beginning university. Um, what else? No Twitter. Well, I guess that's a good thing. No, uh, no Facebook had not caught on again, a good thing. YouTube was still very, very good. Beyond that, it's, it it feels like an entirely different place in time, almost like a, a different century. Again, I had forgotten what it felt like to win a trophy. It's a good feeling. Even if it is one of a competition that you and I uh, had some uh, fun with initially when we, of course, did not want Roma to participate in it. Before we get into all that, though, uh, thank you to our newest patrons over at Patreon, Harry, Diego, D'Angeli, so you can find on social media at A-M-E-R-I-G-O-D-7-3, and also to Jonas, who you can find on Twitter at J-O-N-A-S underscore S-K-O-V-B-Y. And I apologize to anybody if I butchered or, or mispronounced the name or got a Twitter handle wrong. I'll correct it in the next one when I am fully cognizant uh, and aware of my surroundings and environment. Um, as our patrons know, Andy, I'm convinced this is, I'm paying the punishment for uh, you and I having initially uh, had a bit of a go at the conference league and the, 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 the gods, the forces in nature, whatever you want to describe them as they made me pay. So I was in route to uh, Tirana. I have everything, just a backpack. I was using skip lagged, which I blame our patrons for this in part because they are the ones who introduced it to me a year or two ago. I've used it two times without issue. And naturally, on uh, my way to watch Roma participate in their first uh, European final of my lifetime, basically everything went wrong, and I sp- and I spent nearly the entire day in Zurich. Andy, have you have you ever been to Switzerland? Did you enjoy it? Yes, 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 Switzerland. I did uh, not enjoy it. I hope you had a much more enjoyable. It's a specific, it's a specific uh, place. Did you eat some chocolate? Did you buy a cookie <laughs> clock? Because those are the two things that you can do in Switzerland. 
Uh, um, I know that yes. Tina Turner lives in Zurich, but uh, I'm not sure if you were invited to her mansion as she retired a few years ago. So I will be honest, uh, I did know, not know that. Yeah, if you can't do those three things, eat chocolate, buy a cuckoo clock, and visit Tina Turner, then uh, you're pretty much, uh, mm. yeah, you're not going to enjoy Switzerland at all, my friend. Yeah, I mean, the most I saw of Zurich was the airport terminals, which I spent 14 hours okay. in yesterday. So it was <laughs> oh, very fun. Um, had a mini studio set up around me, had a lot of uh, of the Swiss population gawking at me. Although one person, they they saw that I was wearing a, a Roma Press t-shirt and uh, he, he shouted out a, an expletive, well, no, we're going to keep this clean because I don't want this to get the, get the parental advisory. We're going to keep this positive. Um, a not so nice word with uh, Lazio attached to it. So I, I don't even know where to start. My mind is racing. I've, I've, it, it's basically for myself, it's been four countries, two continents, five flights, uh, zero Roma matches. So that's basically a summation of my week. It's not a good equation. Yeah, it's not a good no, 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 not at all. So I'm still reeling. I, I'm, I'm on five hours of sleep over three days. So this is not going to be very coherent, but I am very excited, regardless of uh, what my tone may sound like. I, I, I don't even know how to begin because I have to admit, watching yesterday, just taking the match in its entirety, okay, zero to 90 minutes, I once again, even when uh, Feyenoord, they hit the post, it was twice, right? I, I believe they had two, two posts. I never felt as if they were going to score. Um, again, Maybe this is overconfidence. Maybe this is merely what it feels like when you, uh, you have a manager in charge who is 100% in European finals. Maybe that's what this is a result of. Maybe it's the attitude that he's uh, conveyed to the team and they carry themselves differently. I don't know what it is, but somehow it has infected its way uh, to me. And at no point yesterday, and again, you... you I'm sure many others will disagree. I never felt that Roma were going to not only lose, but I, I really never felt as if after they got that goal, okay, I think we all knew what was going to happen, yeah? Zaniolo, he scores. By the way, fantastic pass by uh, Gianluca Macini. That reminded me, and I'm sure others felt this way too, of the uh, Fazio against Chelsea pass to Dzeko, obviously a, a much different finish, although Zaniolo took it perfectly. A little heavy on the chest, but I mean, perfect finish. I mean, as far as passes go, he got that right by the by the millimeter. Okay, and I don't think anybody expected Roma or expected Jose Mourinho to tell uh, to tell his team after they got that goal. Okay, let's go for two and then a third. I think we all know what was going to happen, and Roma shut up shop in the second half. They did have a couple of good goal scoring opportunities. The one of uh, Pellegrini comes to mind immediately but i thought roma were in control of that yesterday and i have to tell you again how nice it felt and not only that it was roma that i would say most neutrals okay you know us supporters of you know of course we're going to go into it with a, a sense of dread because this club so many times in recent years not even recent so many years that most of us have been alive has done nothing but uh kick us in the groin you know once we thought they couldn't let us down further they uh they find a way to to 
dig the crypt uh, just a bit further down into the ground. But yesterday, they behaved like a big club or a club that was the favorite. They performed like it. And I have to tell you that in my lifetime, that is something new to see from Roma. Never before have I seen Roma act this way pre-match, during the match. It, it was a breath of fresh air. And does that come with Jose Mourinho? Yes. Does that come with Dan Freakin? Yes. Does that come with um, uh, Tiago Pinto? Of course. I think it's all of it meshed together. Although I do think Mourinho is a catalyst for a lot of this. But I, I, I guess what were your overall feelings of just the match? We'll, we'll get to the celebrations and how we're feeling and how we judge the season in, in, in a moment here. But just on the game itself, the performance, what did you think? Because again, I thought Roma were, were in control and were the better team. I, I don't know how you could argue otherwise. I think that from a neutral's perspective, uh, the result was so telegraphed. I mean, it, it was, I think any neutral would have, picked Roma to win in the fashion that they did. Um, so the, the results, if I were a neutral, if I, if I was watching that game, I would have probably bet a lot of things on that result uh, going in Roma's favor. Roma indeed had, I thought, uh, a few instances where in the second half they, they may have looked just a tad bit shaky, but otherwise it was all handled uh, according to the opponent, Roma read the opponent very well. That Feyenoord played well, but Roma read them uh, just as well and uh, responded accordingly to whatever Feyenoord were ready to to offer them. And and um, I thought defensively, the team was fantastic. Uh, doesn't matter if there were occasional mistakes. I thought you know Ibanez with with the uh, with that last second save on um, yes, yes, when when the Feyenoord attacker, I mean, it would have been a, a hand a handball, but but just that interception, last minute interception, fantastic. Smalling, uh, unbelievable. Mancini with the pass, you know, it was again, it it was like Roma on its best days throughout the season. It was it was everybody gets a passing grade because the whole team was just playing like uh, a well-oiled machine. Like everything was planned out. Everything was, was, was thought through and, and Roma were prepared. Loma, Roma looked prepared for a team that, you know, I mean, it was last final went the way we remember. Uh, and, and, and who doesn't have, um, you know the best track record in, on these occasions. This was, you know, the, the 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 performance of a team that plays like like it's used to this. Like this is their bread and butter. And uh, Roma really went on that pitch with a mission. Um, and in that second half, when they knew that they really had a chance, once that ball went to the back of the net, and they felt uh, that surge of enthusiasm, that surge of hope. Ah uh, man, it that that was it. I I think that from that moment onwards, the team was just going through the motions, working the rasses off. Yes, but but going through the motions to uh to keep things uh, to keep things in their favor. Um and and you know put an end to the game. I think that once Jose Mourinho saw that we were leading one to nothing, 
in the first half. He was like, "Okay, we got this. You know, this is this yeah, is the yeah. this is where we want to be. This is this is it. This is what I wanted us to do. And now it's it's time to close up shop, uh, business as usual. Um, don't let them breathe. Don't let them see the goal. Just just keep the game in check. And and Roma did that. They didn't." They didn't risk too much. They had they had a nice shot on goal with Pellegrini. Um, they I thought they did a really good job of limiting the opponent, or slowing the tempo, and just handling it, handling it like a team that that is used to the, this kind of uh, limelight, this kind of stage. Um, yeah. Which is, I mean, again, it just sounds so unfamiliar when you're a Roma fan that. It it was indeed. It felt like they knew what they were doing, and uh, to me, that's that's the most pleasant of surprises. Knowing that the team I'm watching has a concrete objective on their mind and and is doing everything it can to realize it. Well, especially too. Um, I, I mean, set aside, uh, you know, the the attitude going into it, even with Mkhitaryan uh, going down injured. You know, it's something like that where uh, a, a previous version of Roma, it, it it's it's an episode like that where you would expect it to be the catalyst for a complete meltdown. You would expect something like that. A guy who you expected to uh, make his return. He's played so uh, uh, so much a, a, a crucial role for the team in this new uh, midfield hybrid position that he's been playing. And he goes down, uh, he re-aggravates his injury relatively early into the match. You would expect, again, different uh, or earlier iterations of Roma to allow that to become an alibi to melt down, to lose. To me, when I saw that happen, I thought to my, you know, so many previous versions of Roma came back to my mind because I, I, I could just see it, you know, in my head when I saw that happen, I just pictured somebody like Alessandro Florenzi uh, saying like, let's keep our head held high. Uh, it was difficult after Mkhitaryan went down. It, like that loser, um, any excuse we can use as uh, to hang our hats on is to make ourselves feel better, went completely out the window. I have to admit, I was surprised that uh, Veritu was the one who came in. I was very apprehensive with him uh, coming onto the pitch, only because we we know this season his performances have been really up and down. But, I mean, they just went about it business as usual. And again, I think that is a testament to the players, Jose Mourinho, Tiago Pinto, the Freakins, everybody because they didn't allow that to become an alibi as we have seen the club and the team do so many times previously. Um, as far as second half, um, when it did, it, it did seem it was becoming a little tense. Honestly, I, I was more tense in the first 15 minutes. I don't know about you, but Sinistera, I thought he was really giving Roma difficulties early on. Um, it seemed like Mancini was going to have some difficulties. The second half, I, I didn't really believe at any moment that I think to myself, oh, wow, uh, here it comes, like we are so used to seeing with Roma. Again, I thought from uh, from a tactical standpoint, they were really in control. And again, uh, Pellegrini with a great chance uh, late, he could have added another. So I think from beginning to end, as you said, you put it perfectly, that was about as 
a, a classic Roma under Jose Mourinho performance that you could hope for. And I just think the sky or the, 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 the future, um, everything is looking up right now at the moment. Is that the sense you're getting now? Like, do you, do you feel better now? Obviously, because we won a trophy, of course, you're feeling better now. But I guess in the bigger picture scheme of things, are you feeling much more positive now after this trophy? Because I don't know about you, but I do think that there are some things that just by winning competitions such as this, that what they can do to help a group and individuals grow uh, both from a, a together as a cohesive unit and from an individual point of view, there is no substitute or no, uh, there's nothing that can replace winning or winning, or I should say, you can't replace winning trophies. I, I don't know if anybody caught what Rick Karsdorp said after the match, but he was asked about, well, uh, what do you make of this trophy? It, it, I forget who asked it on Sky Sport, but they, they were basically trying to ask him, well, it's only the conference league, you know, how, how does this, how much does this really mean? Um, and he, <laughs> Uh, I, I was kind of surprised because I don't know if you saw the video of it, but uh, not only was our our friend Rick, who we have given stick Andy for not speaking any Italian in like the 10 years he's been at Roma, uh, not only did he speak Italian, he dropped an expletive in Italian, which part of me wept a little bit inside because I feel as if uh, it was like, it was like when yeah, I see watching so, like your yeah watching your, your kid, kid take the first walk. step. Yes, it's exactly how I felt, uh, you know. I've been waiting for this day. It shouldn't have taken this long because he's married to an Italian. But that aside, um, Karsdorp was saying something along, and I won't get it verbatim, but he said something along the lines of, well, you know, it does mean a lot. I don't really care if this is just a conference league. Not, not many of us within the team have won trophies before. So that's why this is important. And I completely agree with that. You know, we can talk about Roma buying this player, that player. But ultimately, at the end of the day, there is no substitute and there is nothing that can replace or has the same impact as winning a trophy together as a team and growing. And regardless of how you hold this competition, no matter where it is, you know, if it's lower than finishing top four, whatever because we're seeing everybody have a go at it uh, today, which is pretty, pretty mind-boggling, but whatever, that's fine. I just think at the end of the day, just because these, these group of players won a trophy together, I, I just think that makes the path and the future look that much brighter. And again, we'll have plenty, plenty of time to talk about the market and what Roma need, but I just think the fact that they won this together there's just something that winning a trophy creates. It, it, it builds a foundation. It creates a winning culture. It creates a winning air. It just creates a dynamic in the dressing room that it can only come about organically by winning a trophy. It's not something you could purchase. It's not something that uh, um, you, know, you can just create out of thin air. It has to be done. It has to be concrete. And for me, we haven't seen this in 14 years. I think this can be a big, big stepping stone. Yeah, for sure. This is the winning, you know, winning helps you win more. Winning helps you bring continuity to your results because, you know, it, it essentially it's, 
it's sort of like a, a validation of all your work. And Roma had an up and down season, but um, I thought that the consistency that and the, and the work they created in the first half of the, or at least in the first part of the second half to the season, carried over to the Conference League. They finally took it seriously. They finally believed and played like they they believed in it. And and naturally, then you get this this kind of team, a team that that um, I think everybody roots for, and I think everybody rooted for last night because also it's a team worth rooting for. These are these are guys that I think went beyond their capabilities. These are guys that went also beyond their resume and and uh, guys that are not used. I mean, the other day I had Mancini talking about. There is nothing to fear in a final. Like Gianluca Mancini is used to playing finals, you know. That that that's not the kind of thing you expect to hear from a Roma player, um, especially not this Roma team that, for years and years, has quite underachieved, um, with the exception of, say, the Europa League semifinal and the Champions League semifinal. But uh, otherwise, it, it, these were teams that rarely believed in themselves the way this Roma team believes in itself. And um, as you say, the winning goes beyond whatever the market uh, will bring, whatever finances will bring. We, winning helps instill mentality. Winning also helps uh, show other players and, and other people involved in the world of sports that your club is serious, that your club... I mean, imagine... From as a person from the outside testing maybe the waters, you know, a player trying to move away, he sees this project, you know, he sees this project, he sees an ownership that arrived with two years ago, manager that arrived a year ago, and they go on and they win the first edition of the conference league. Um, and uh, all of a sudden, you, you view this team differently. And I think Roma will view themselves differently. It's once again, it's a validation of, of everything, of everything that was put together. Friedkin's uh, work is validated, their belief in this club, the, the way they've invested, the, the, the way they decided to go big and hire somebody like Mourinho, the way they decided to go a bit unorthodox and bring somebody from the outside that, I mean, I think beyond one or two photos, there were absolutely no photos of Tiago Pinto on the internet before he joined Roma. Uh, you know, it's it's <laughs> as, as no, I mean, that's, that's why they well, that's why they get you know, that's why the freakings uh, had to have appointed him because we all know before they came to Roma, we recycled the same four pictures of Dan and well. Four pictures of Dan Ryan of Dan Friedkin, and then the same two photos of Ryan Friedkin. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Tiago Pinto the same. I mean, Sky Sport when they announced him, they had a photo of like four years ago of him sitting on a bench in Benfica. Uh, the the thing is just that this was you know as you said, it's credit to everybody, and trophies are a credit to everybody. It's not like you win a trophy and you got lucky or you win a trophy and it's up to one player or two players or one coach. It's, it's everybody. Um, it's, it's a wonderful feeling. It's a, it's a great feeling to, to come to the end of the season and you're still in it and you get a satisfaction, you know, it's just, you don't, 
you don't want it to end. I mean, you part of you is and is also excited about what this means. Obviously, you cannot be content. Roma cannot be, let themselves be content. But with somebody like Mourinho and with the way the club has been operating, I think this will just stimulate the team, the players, the club to keep on going. They want this, you know, the to to be able to bring a trophy to a place like Rome where it happens so rarely uh once you do it you just want to keep doing it and and if if the ingredients are right if there is the correct chemistry if everything is aligned then then really after such a win you know on this level with with Roma looking the way they did in the first half of the season to Roma looking the way they did in the second half of the season, the sky is the limit, really. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. 1,000%. I, I, I couldn't agree more. So I would say if we're judging this season, because we talked about the league already and how we, how we viewed it, putting this competition aside, but obviously now that you win, you have a trophy, first European trophy, first trophy in 14 years it changes the entire complexion and outlook moving forward and how you view the season so given that i mean i would assume everybody would have signed up for this uh, day one right if you told to people okay you're going to win a trophy a european one i don't care where it is uh, on the on the on the level of uh, uefa competitions i don't care if it's the third but you're going to win a trophy and qualify for Europa League. I would assume 99.999% uh, of uh, Romanisti would have signed up for that, yeah? So I, I think just from that regard, uh, unilaterally, I would assume that we all think this was a positive season. And beyond that, we if you just take it from sort of like a, a department, you know, defense attack, goalkeeper, so on and so forth, point of view, we've seen a lot of growth. We've seen uh, young players that were not counted upon before the season. I'm thinking of Salevsky come out and emerge and show that they have an important place for the present and future within the team. And on top of that, I think we all know the respects in which Roma need to improve. So if you can win a trophy and in doing so, grow as a team, yet still have extremely wide margins for growth. Because again, uh, I mean, Roma threw away half of a season, if we think about it. I mean, if you compare the Roma of uh, yesterday evening to the one of, I mean, November, October, it is like a completely different set of players. And beyond that, Andy, the defense of yesterday, obviously, uh, excluding uh, Rui Patricio, okay? Those three guys, Smalling, Ibanez, uh, 
Mancini. And these are the same guys that were shipping half of a dozen goals to Manchester United, four to Atalanta, four to Napoli. Same players. So just from that perspective, I think the growth of so many of these guys is so abundantly clear and evident. I don't know how you could not help but feel extremely positive moving forward. Because I, I think, again, anytime your team can win trophies, um, show that they're growing, and beyond that, make it very clear that there are still some weaknesses uh, from the, the group as a whole, but still make it very evident that there's wide margins for growth. I, I mean, that is about um, as positive of a campaign, in my opinion, as you could ask for. And then, of course, it's Roma. This is Juve. Juve might have, or not might, they do have different expectations. This is Roma. We have to stay balanced and, and realistic. And ultimately, for where the team is currently, it, I, sometimes I have to remember that it's still less than two years since the freaking group arrived. Still dealing with um, a lot of the financial difficulties that were brought upon by, by James Palotta. You can't help, but when you consider all of these things, it, it just, for me, it, it, it's nothing but positives because I, I think we've seen so much this season. I, I, I wouldn't have expected this uh, so soon under Mourinho. I have to be honest. I was very positive with his appointment. As you will remember, many of our patrons um, had some apprehension about Jose Mourinho. Um even as positive as I was, I didn't have a single doubt about Roma appointing him. I did not expect this in one season. I don't know how you could have. What do you think? No, no, for sure. It's um, if I were Mourinho, and and I remember he used to say that one of his biggest achievements is to finish second with, with that Manchester United squad. Well, I think that that just changed yesterday. I mean. Um, winning Definitely, with yeah. Roma in his first season, a European competition. If you told that to any any coach ever, he'd be like, "Okay, I wait a wait a wait a minute. Give me at least two seasons. Give me, you know, give me something. I mean, this is throw me, throw you know, throw me a life jacket or something. Right, because, right, because right, this right. is this is not ideal. The track record is not ideal. The odds are not in my favor." Um, and with the way the season was going in the league, it just, it, it, it I don't know. It just, it just didn't feel, it felt surreal really. And it still feels surreal that, um, this was all, this all came together the way they, it did. And, uh, you know, to see, to see really Roma, Roma be in a position like this where they get to, where they get to celebrate with 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 the fans and and, and where they, everybody gets to live the trophy, it just feels like something that was designed in a video game, and uh, and usually Roma are not part of, of of that party. It's like they don't they don't get invited to those parties, and this time they are the ones organizing the party. So <laughs> um, this should you know this should not be a, a reason for Roma to to grow content and uh and just sort of let this become you know the great myth the legend that happened and then was was never to be repeated again this should be just the first step in in what the Friedkins what Mourinho wants to achieve with this club um 
because as he said yesterday, you know, this when you get to a place where this is makes you immortal, where this is considered, you know, pure black magic, uh, then then you just want to keep going and keep delivering the goods because it will uh, you will live there forever and it it will definitely as a manager stick with you. I mean the the, the this. You know, I understand he, it's late in his coaching career and and he has different priorities. He's a different person than the one he was in, say, 2006, uh, seven. Uh, this is, I mean, this is, this is huge. It's a huge achievement for him. It's a huge achievement for the club, no matter how you look at it. Absolutely. You know, somebody after... Uh after the match a few hours after when we started to somewhat calm down somebody in the uh, the roma media whatsapp group somebody said well here comes the difficult part that uh, capello loves to talk about and we have brought this up multiple times and it's been hammered and discussed ad nauseum but for anybody new um Fabio Capello, he loves to talk about how Roma, the um, how it's an envir- environment that doesn't really know how to take winning, right? It doesn't know how to um, stay balanced. They it like grows to... complacent. It grows yes. complacent. And, <laughs> you know, the fact that that even has to be a concern right now really does just speak to the fact of how much work that uh, Jose Mourinho has done and achieved this season. Um, I, I'm not even remotely worried about that. I just, I think this is a different, this is a different manager, in my opinion, in the way he handles himself. Now, as far as the supporters go, that's a different story. Um, <laughs> we're, I'm sure you saw the videos uh, of the supporters at Fiumicino. I mean, not going to bed. Four, uh, four in the morning. I mean, is that simply due to the environment or is that due to not having won a thing in 14 years? Uh, I would say it's probably the latter. Um, again, I saw this even being talked about on Sky Sport and you can't help but roll your eyes. But moving forward now, because we're talking about using this as a stepping stone, we're, we're, we're talking about how this can be the catalyst to something bigger what do you see from this team moving forward or, or in your opinion, what is the right way to move forward? I, I guess we'll talk about this again um, early next week, because of course, this is just our initial and raw reactions to what took place. Um, geez, like, like 12 hours ago, but as far as the coming months, you know, how should Roma operate and approaches from your point of view? And again, we'll, we'll get into the market and all of that other stuff more so next week. But I, I guess when I when I view this team, when I view Roma from uh, from a you know next season perspective, I really don't think that a lot has to be done, and and I don't think a lot is going to be done anyway because I think they're going to take a rather i won't say conservative but i i don't think we'll we'll see a market nearly as busy as we have seen in recent years but 
you know, t- let's just say top four, if that wants to be the, uh, the, the, the guiding point, so to speak. I mean, for me, they, they are right there, right? I, I mean, it's not as if we're talking about five, six, seven players away. It does feel like this Roma, particularly when you account for the Roma of mid-February and beyond, it does feel like this team is infinitely closer than the one that maybe we saw, you know, uh, in November, October, when they were struggling to beat Hellas Verona, right? The the important thing is for this team again in the club itself not to grow complacent and uh, not let this these these moments dictate to whatever strategy they had in mind beforehand. This is uh this is an important win. It's a, it was an important night. Um, but Roma and I feel like I mean I I say this but I feel confident that that the Friedkins know it because they've shown all the signs of of a front office of management that knows exactly what it's doing when they make a decision they make it no matter what no matter who no matter what happens they they do it they carry off that's what they do um, so I'm I'm pretty confident that. Uh, the decisions that were planned beforehand will will continue to be executed. I think the, just the, the importance is to to keep some stability. So I don't expect a big crazy summer with with big crazy signings. I do expect a summer where the team is becomes more functional. That that some aspects are improved. That. Um, some pieces that need to be moved are moved, but that's to be expected like in every other summer market. Yesterday did not define the next few months of Roma. Yesterday was simply uh, a reminder that hard work, good work pays off in the end. If you have good leadership, if you have good management, if you have players that work together rather than against each other this is what you get so it's it's uh yesterday serves last night serves as an encouragement to whatever roma are about to do uh in the coming months and really that's that's as far as i'll go into this territory because uh it's very tricky people think it's it's very easy um, well we saw what happened you know, last you... time we talked about the next season in uh, in may you win one. No, I mean, you know, you win once and <laughs> and the, the hope is, oh, then we have to, I mean, get, get us five new players and we'll go and win the Champions League and it doesn't work. And that's not what Roma are trying to do and Mourinho knows it. Um, Roma will will just keep on doing whatever they were doing beforehand. Uh, as I said, this is, this is a wonderful win. It is not a win that uh, that clarifies whatever you you're supposed to do in the coming months. Whatever you're supposed yeah, to the, do, the, this can't the coming be a destination. months, you're gonna no, you're gonna whatever you are supposed to do, you're still gonna do it. Um, and and this this win is just something that makes you believe that yes, we're on the right path. And and Roma, out of all teams, really need those reminders because uh, sometimes they do get lost. But right now, I believe that Roma are are definitely on the right path of uh, uh, of a team that that just knows exactly what it's trying to do, what it's working towards, and uh, everybody is pulling in the same direction. And then finally, after years, it it, it really feels good for once. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Very true. Okay, let's leave it there. We'll expand more on the market and all of the other things that uh, Summer will keep us busy with next week. So since it's the end of the season, it's not like we're going anywhere, but I still want to thank all of you for tuning in, for reading the website. Andy, the, the, the growth we've seen with the website has been unbelievable. Uh, I mean, the, the, the views are way up. The engagement is way up and I can't help but thank everybody for that. But also, Andy, thank you uh, again. The fact that I was able to con you into starting to write and help me with articles for the website was my biggest, uh, my biggest coup <laughs> ever. Um, <laughs> and it pleasure, allows man. me to uh, make- To get lost uh, in Zurich. Yes, to get lost in Zurich and make some of the worst, uh, go through some of the worst traveling uh uh, experiences of my life and still not have to worry about articles not being published. So I as thank I you as especially. I conclude my pilgrimage, as I conclude my pilgrimage and finish my 500 mile walk. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's the perfect end to the season. Ultimately, is what I'm saying. You you and uh, you, you're you're basically a Spaniard now for all intents and purposes. Um, Correct. So. I want to thank everybody for listening, for reading, whatever it was. We've met, I mean, we had a little bit of a go with the uh, Mourinho fanatics early on, but I feel like we finally found some cohesion <laughs> and understanding. Yes, yes. And it's, things uh, have come on good terms, yes. Yes, and we have, uh, we have finally settled into a, a, I won't say a truce because it's more positive than that, but we're getting on great now. Um, just to see all of the uh, all of the attention surrounding Roma brought about by Mourinho, it's a great thing. But uh, I just want I, I just want to take the time to thank everybody. Um, it really does mean a lot. So we'll be back next week, and we will be here throughout the summer. Again, we're not going anywhere. But again, once more, I just want to say thank you so 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 much for sticking with us this season. All right, enjoy. Enjoy, enjoy. These don't come around very often, as you know. Enjoy the trophy, and we will chat with you early next week. Until then, ciao. Ciao. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.